0: Good afternoon. Welcome, everyone. We are continuing our discussion of somewhat of the history of the Gaudiya lineage, community, Sampradaya. And... Uh, we began this by with reference to a very significant verse penned by Krishna Kaviraj Goswami at the um, opening of his nineteenth chapter in the Madhya of Chaitanya, Sri Chaitanya Charitamrita. And uh, in a in, in brief review we we found that in this verse two beginnings if you will of the uh, lineage of the Sampradaya one at the dawn of creation hmm? at which time Brahma spoke Krishna spoke within the heart of Brahma and revealed the truths of Vedic wisdom the essence of Srimad Bhagavatam and Thus, the beginning of the Brahma Sampradaya, from Krishna to Brahma. Mm. And comparison has been made here in this verse that uh, in turn speaks about the the new dawn of a new Sampradaya, mm. the Brahmagodhya Sampradaya. And the comparison is apt. Because as Krishna explained the truths of the essential truth of the Bhagavatam to Brahma, that same Krishna, in the form of Sri Krishna Chaitanya, Krishna in his lila as the Acharya, Krishna's Acharya lila, in that same, that same Krishna, in this form, spoke the essential truths of the Bhagavatam infused in the heart of Rupa Goswami, his own shakti, and thereby the power to speak about the Vrindavaniyam, rasa vartam, but but that, that, that they give life to the topics of Krishna leela that are centered in Vrindavan. So this is the subject of our sampradaya. And uh, these leelas. So it's... If you will, uh, somewhat similar to the Bhagavatam itself, if, if it, that describes itself as another creation. tad janata ismin api. This book, this is an art. Speaking to be asked, it's another creation. Yet tad visargo. Visargo means creation, another creation altogether. It's a world unto itself. His own commentary on the book, the Bhagavata, Vishuddha Chakrabhi somewhere in his commentary has compared it to a, the Vaikuntha planet within the universe. <laughs> so it's a creation of its own, another creation. of hmm? Sarvabhoma, the learned follower of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu in Jagannath Puri, said a similar thing about Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's movement. The meth, about the method of, of the madness, if you will, of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. His method was Sankirtan, Brahim Sankirtan. The, the Raj and Puri had seen all types of worship, because as you know, Jagannath, well his name means Lord of the Universe, so all types of pilgrims from all different sects, even the Buddhists would come in pilgrimage to Jagannath Puri, to the darshan of Jagannath, what they thought of him, I don't know, but what Chaitanya Mahaprabhu thought of him has come to prevail as the, the full insight into who that mysterious deity is, arms stunted as, as they are, eyes open with no eyelids. Who is he looking for? What, what, what's his preoccupation? Why is he so uh, transformed and so forth? It all comes out through the vision of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Hmm? Um, But that's another subject. Hmm? I bring it up only because the Raj upon, uh, excuse me, upon Sarva speaking to the Raj of Puri who had seen all types of worship, as I say, uh, all types of pilgrimage, of all types of sex would come to Jagannath Puri with some religious conception about who the deity was and how he pertained to them, appropriately so, the Lord of the Universe, if you will. Um, but when Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's associates were coming from Bengal to meet him in Puri, standing on the rooftop, the Raj was asking about the Charja uh, and his brother-in-law Gopinath, who is this one, who is that one? And this is Advaita, this is um, Srivas, this is Shivananda Sain, this is Damadars, so Swarup and so on and so forth. And the, the Raj exclaimed he would never seen any kind of like worshippers like this. Again, they were embodying the method of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's madness. And the Bhattacharya offered, yes, it's true. He said, hmm? uh, Chaitanya Shishti e Prem He said, it is called Prem Sankirtan. It is the creation of Chaitanya. Hmm? He brought it to the world. As the Bhagavatam is another creation. Hmm? So Vishwambar Mishra, the family name, birth name, the, the Madhurya name hmm? um, of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is a very Aishwarya name. His <coughs> uh, son Sannyas named the Mahaprabhu and so forth. But Vishwambar, this is his family name, Nimai Pandit, Vishwambar. Vishwambar has majestic implications. It means the Vishvambar, the, the, the maintainer, of, sustainer of the universe. But it, 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 as it applies to him, the name itself is a name for God, so it, 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 in a, the majestic sense of the God, but as it pertains to Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, his family name, they call him a Vish. Hmm? <laughs> uh, and so on, so it's, uh, in that sense, it's, it's a Madhurya name. Hmm? There he's known by that name or by his nickname given by Sita. Hmm? Uh, the, uh, Advaita's wife named him Nima. It's hardly a, a, a name of Vaishwarya because it's a name, that a nickname given to him, that given that he was born under a neem tree, and a neem tree is antiseptic, and said to be um, an agent against infection and protective in this sense, and Sachi's children, other than Vishvarup, Nehemiah's older brother, had passed at childbirth and it was thought, whoa, ghosts and other influences were taking the children away. And so that this child, born and safely, would be safe throughout his life in parental affection, Hmm? She named him Nimai after the after the tree. So that he will be protected. Meanwhile, his other name is he's the nourisher, main sustainer of the universe. But as I'm explaining both names are really madhurya names mm-hmm. understood in context. And this is our interest, of course. Our interest is to enter into the the um, the Nadia. Lila of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, not the Puri lila, not the South Indian lila. Hmm? These lilas are instructive to us, and they instruct us if we look at them carefully how to enter into the Nabadwip lila. Just like I've said the other day, yesterday I believe the mature lila, the Dwarakalila, are showing us the importance of the Braj lila. Hmm? This is the this is the the, the place to enter. Hmm? Still. The name is nice, Vishwambharmijra. So it's thought to, in other sense, do away with the Aishwarya in the name, that he's the sustainer of the universe, but this is his own universe. Right? <laughs> I mean, it is in a larger sense, but in a more particular sense, his, his universe is his own own creation. Hmm? It's the Vrindavan Lila, and now the extension of that Vrindavan Lila, in Gaur Lila, where the shortcomings of the Krishna Lila are thought to be made up for. Hmm? Krishna's limitations that he met with in trying to be the full taster of rasa, of love, the connoisseur of love, rasaraj, were met with some um, obstacles. So to overcome the obstacles, the encore extended Leela with reverse roles, Gaur-lila is his own creation, hmm? as the Bhagavatam is another creation. That Bhagavatam is the very heart of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, and so, to, 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 as in the same way, but in more so, if you will, that Brahma was enlightened by Krishna, Mahaprabhu enlightened Sri Chaitanya, they've enlightened Rupa Goswami with this other creation, in the creation of another Sampradaya, the Brahma go sampradaya to and the express purpose of the sampradaya as mentioned here to revive give life and vitality to that vrindavani Rasakela, Vartum, those topics of krishna leela centered on vrindavan to bring them to life hmm? that 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 they might might blossom hmm? and bear the fruit hmm? of offering access into participation in that extraordinary story of the life of Bhagawan for us, that we might enter there, participate in that, that we might live in the pages of Srimad Bhagavatam, which is, of course, a never-ending story. Hmm? And so it goes on. properly understood the Bhagavatam hmm? um, points to the necessity of the Gaur-lila. Hmm? Hmm. And so the logical extension of the Bhagavatam is the Chaitanya Bhagavatam. Shrimad bhagavatam is extended to Chaitanya Bhagavatam. Śrī Charitamrita. The story goes on. Hmm? Uh, and here we heard from the verse as well that what? That Kalena Luptam, hmm? Nidashakti Mukta, that, that in the course of time, hmm, this, uh, the vitality of these talks, which is preserved, the implication is, hmm, by uh, devotees in whose hearts they are alive. And well, by the influence of time, the vitality of these talks had become diminished or the truth about them had been lost. This calls to mind, of course, an important verse of the Bhagavad Gita, this very same idea is given. Hmm? What does it say? evam sa mahatha yoganashta kalena So the same word is used. By the influence of time, hmm? this uh, essential teaching, sometime it recedes to the background and uh, its vitality is uh, obscured. hmm? And so what is the solution to that? hmm? The verse explains the solution. Sometimes this happens as a problem and the solution is evam parampara praptam guru parampara that is the solution (laughs) in one sense this is the play of Krishna Hmm? he is the hand of time Hmm? so he causes the the vitality to be lost or obscured Hmm? with the passing of one greater charger who he can no longer keep separate from he's talked about him she's talked about him so much with such enthusiasm, and shared so much about him, hmm? confidential details that embarrasses him. To hear them spoken, he has to come and cover his mouth and t- take him to the other side. <laughs> Time is up. Hmm? Time is up, but this is that he enters into eternity. Hmm? He celebrated forever, throughout all the worlds, such persons. Hmm? And take, by the hand of time, taking away, and for what purpose? 2 twofold purpose. To shine light on another. Hmm? Focus on another devotee. This is the meaning of guru-parampara. One guru-parampara means after another. So the problem... And the solution found there in one verse in Bhagavad Gita, very important solution. So, the one point to draw on here, of course, is important is that while we are um, emphasizing the Purva Charjas, Purva means previous, the previous Acharjas, <coughs> and we've, for good reason, begun our focus on Rupa Goswami. Hmm. we have to come back to that and explain some things about Rupa Goswami and why him in particular, but we see it is him in particular whom Mahaprabhu invested all his shakti in for the sake of reviving these Vrindavan pastimes. This was then shared around, but mm-hmm. Rupa Goswami is our focal point as pointed out by Krishna Raj Goswami and we'll go on about that. For good reason, as I say, he is so, but um, but it, as much as it is important to talk about the purvacharyas, and if anyone, it would be very, it's important to speak about Rupa Goswami. But as much important as it is to speak about the purvacharyas and focus on the origins, if you will, of the sampradaya it's also equally important to focus on this end of the spectrum. It's a, it's a chain, if you will, or a line. Hmm? And so it has two ends. It has a beginning and then it has the present. So the poor. It's important to focus on the Purvacharya, but not at the cost of the present Acharyas. Hmm? Hmm. Bhakti Thakur said that in Kali Yuga it's very common that people will have more faith in the poorvacharyas than the present Acharyas. He was experiencing it, it himself. And we have so much faith in Bhakti Why? Because he's a poorvacharya. vacharya. <laughs> we are victims—the very thing that he's speaking about that he himself was experiencing in his time. Hmm? But unless we have an appropriate focus on the present of charges, then then we don't have a guru parampara, which means one guru after another. Hmm? Uh, it's 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 not sufficient to focus, if you will on um, any particular previous acharja. Hmm? If we were to focus on one, well, why not Rupa Goswami? Who could be more of a significant acharya than him? Bring your notes, bring your your guru's cred- credentials, accomplishments, and so forth. They will all fail. They all fade in comparison to Rupa Goswami's contribution. Hmm? you can't you can't compete with that contribution he's directly empowered by Chaitanya mahaprabhu himself he's a different um, he's a he's a, a nitty-siddha, Nartam says all the associates of mahaprabhu with whom he descended they are all siddhas This is a different type of soul than we find. And we'll have to go into the this, system, this go on in the history, with successive charges after the time of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's appearance, when he comes with his associates and leaves with them, hmm? and they are all great siddhas, But hmm? there's a difference between um, well, there's a difference between the Nitya Jivas and 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 the. Uh, eternal associates of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. But suffice to say that, uh, and and if one nityabada jiva should become a sadhana-siddha, obviously he or she is a siddha, so no, no problem. Still there's a difference. Hmm? And so if we wanted to make a, a case for taking shelter of a poor vacharya as a solution to the problem, hmm? why not choose Rupa Goswami? You, you, you couldn't find a better person, and amongst the associates of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, he is selected out here in particular for good <laughs> reasons, we'll have to go into that as we go on, but um, his, his accomplishments, his literary accomplishments and so forth, Pujapacita Maharaj used to say well, it's one thing to distribute the books, it's another thing to write them hmm. Hmm. to circulate widely, is important not easy either, yeah. but to bring it down in the first place, this is an extraordinary. So the founding acharya is—they did this. So if we want to revert to a previous acharya, you can bring whoever you want, mm. and the whole line—you'd mm. have to, if you were—if you were fair about it, objective about it, <laughs> you'd have to rest with someone like Rupa Goswami. Mm. So, but obviously that doesn't work. Someone gave an example. I was told the other day that it was in relation to Prabhupada. That that if you that everyone from here on out has a direct relationship with Prabhupada, and just like if you are in the mountains and you're in the mountains, let's say you're in the Rocky Mountains, you're up close in the mountains, you can't appreciate them. But if you go at a distance and travel, if from a distance you see them then you can appreciate their greatness and so forth. So even at a distance from Prabhupada, in fact, the implication of the analogy is the further away you get, well, to a certain point, (laughs) point, when they're still in view, hmm? then you can have more appreciation and you have a closer relationship, therefore, even. But the problem with the analogy is, there are many of them, but one of them is that people are not mountains. hmm? (laughs) And (laughs) And the fact of the matter is that the closer you are to a person, once... Ujjapad was asked that some of our godbrothers of Prabhupada's disciples had personal association with Prabhupada. Is there, were they at, in, in, at an advantage? He said, certainly. <laughs> and uh, I think most of Prabhupada's disciples would think, yeah, that would have been an advantage to have his personal association, to be close to him. Now, you might not take full advantage of it, but the opportunity to do so. Hmm? And that comes practically. People ask me, Guru how I want to have a relationship with you. That's like, okay, <laughs> I'm a teacher. Hmm? Okay. It's just like you go to school, bring an apple, and do good on your grades. You have a relationship with me. That's basically the basic idea. Hmm? So let's not, you know, because there's a lot of ideas up, up there what it means to have a relationship. <laughs> Obviously, this this is, this is a teacher-student relationship. Hmm? So you do good on the grades, you, you, if I see you're paying attention in the course and you're, and you're interested and, and so forth, then you have a relationship. Hmm. There's an extension beyond that, of course. Hmm. There's, I, I'm teaching and then they have, I have things that I'm personally preoccupied with. So if someone becomes interested in those things, then naturally they have more of a relationship with me because they're interested in the things that I'm interested in. They want to help me, assist me with those things. For example, uh, then, so it's just very natural, very practical, how it works. So don't have a fantasy in your idea that I've got a guru now. He'll be writing me letters every day, and he'll answer all my questions all the time. And and why didn't he get back to me sooner? Uh, (laughs) What kind of relationship do I have? Or he's not interested in what I'm doing. He probably may not be very interested in what you're doing. Depends what you're (laughs) doing. Depends what you're doing. (laughs) What he's supposed to be doing, well, what's the relationship about, and so forth. So, it's about Krishna consciousness, right? So, just a few side points uh, to consider. But having the association hmm, of Prabhupada is, is to know him. I mean, and you can see it. If you knew him personally, then you, knew, you know how he might answer certain things without having to think about it. Someone could say, he says this in the book, and you go, yeah, yeah, but this is what, how he did that. How he applied that and so forth. So, so the analogy didn't work too well um, for me, and it and it it brings up a misunderstanding, I believe, of, which is what we're talking about here. That you cannot leave the weight hmm, or transfer the weight of the guru parampara and the extension of this. Hmm, um, to the previous acharya. That's why he's called the previous acharya. You can't make the previous acharya the present acharya or make him half the present acharya and half the previous acharya. You have to do the whole thing. Many years ago, in other words, there has to be a current link. There has to be a live, a live wire hmm? for the sampradaya to be alive. Therefore, kalena luptam, it was lost, hmm? is the idea. It was it wasn't alive, and Chaitanya Mahaprabhu plugged in Rupa Goswami, and then he started the the Brahma Gaudiya Sampradaya, or invested new life in the Brahma Sampradaya. Hmm? So this is the system. Hmm. This is what Krishna does. Hmm. This is how it goes on. Hmm? And uh, and so amongst them, so there has to be a living current. Charge. This is, comes out, this is the implications of what's being taught here. When the teachings are lost, and again we go from here to the Bhagavad Gita, the same words are used, what happens is what happens here hmm? in some form or another. Hmm? Devotees are empowered to carry on the lineage. There's a couple of ways in which that can, can, can take place effectively. Hmm? Um, there are those who carry, if you will, pass, They pass on, the torches passed on, it's carried by the next person who leads the way and and lights the way on the path hmm? effectively without changing anything. Mm-hmm. And then there are those who don't change and change everything, but in a good way, if you will, and shed new light hmm? and stir up the, the community to, to, to rethink and, 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 and so forth. So another way of putting this, there, there are those that, that, that pass on the tradition by appropriately passing on the teaching, the mantra. Hmm? And there are those who pass on the bhava because they have bhava. Hmm? In the latter case, everything all formal things may not be completely in place but the substance is fully there no problem hmm? in the latter case hmm, formalities are more important hmm? the proper imparting of the mantra into the into the right ear and and the proper siddhanta proper tatva tatva this siddhanta this is the ground hmm? On which that, out of which that bhava will arise.
1: Hmm?
0: Without the proper tattva, that bhava will never arise. So they have to have... One type has to have the siddhanta right. Hmm? Has to know the teaching. Hmm? Appropriately pass on. This is not a, a lightweight type of a person. Just to know the theory comprehensively, that's not easy hmm? to... Uh, to um, attain such an understanding, what kind of interest one must have. Hmm? More than interest, actually, it really speaks of very high devotees, like Madhyam Madhyam, Uttam Madhyam type devotees. Hmm? Uh, Rupa Goswami explains that um, in order to reason about the implications of the sacred texts and land on your feet, if you will, and truly be representing the tradition, one has to have feel for it, one has to have ruchi for it. Hmm. By, with, with ruchi, taste, one can understand the implications, the meaning of different verses, how they come together, and always, you can try to do it with your head, hmm. but you may end up out, oh, no, that's not quite right. But if you have taste for it, you can land always on your feet with the logic, and this is required. This is. These are not. It's not just okay. Well, there's one type just passes on the mantra dutifully. Hmm? Here it is, and he or she is an anishtha Bhajanakriya kriya bhakta. Hmm? Can't do that. That's the problem. Hmm? anishta bhajana kriya. Their practice is, is unsteady. That means we can't see them all the time, but there will be lapses. Mm. They, they can't be relied upon at all times mm. to take shelter of, to be prayed to. Mm. Mm. Jiva Goswami describes three types of mahabhagavatas Mucitaka mm. shai, mm. nirdutaka and bhagavat prabhita Example of the first is Narada Muni. Narada Muni became inspired by the Bhagavatas who stayed in his house. His mother died, he left home, he went to the forest. Krishna appeared before him, gave him darshan, and then he disappeared. Krishna called him a kuyogi, a pseudo-yogi. You're attached to the forest. Hmm? I've appeared before you just to inspire you that what you're pursuing is real, and, and now to intensify your practice. So this kind of devotee has, has has no material desire or if there's any seed of material desire, it cannot fructify because the water of his practice or her practice of bhakti is so steady. Hmm? Just like if you pour water on a seed continually, it's not going to sprout. It needs water, but a certain amount and sun and, so, and air and so forth. Just put water on it. So the water is bhakti. It cannot sprout. Hmm? Cannot be, and it cannot be interrupted. Hmm? We speak about like higher devotees, Nishta, coming onto Ruchi, Asakti, these types of devotees, hmm? not anishta, Bhajanakriya devotees. You know. Then, then show up. Then it shows up. There were lapses in my in my bhakti. In fact, I'm lapsing now <laughs> and letting everyone know. Hmm? this is not not the idea this is this is uh, uh, this kind of imitation if you will this is a, this is a big problem hmm? so when we say there are two types who passes the bab and passes the mantra the second type is not a small idea either hmm? you want to go to the next type of mahabhagavata then you go to bhava bhakti this example Sukadev goswami he had no connection to the world. Sadhana bhakti means there's still some connection to the world. Hmm? Even in asakti, in asakti, in ruchi, hmm? in nishta the practice is steady. Hmm? And the implication is it's steady also because the intelligence is fully employed. And it's fully employed in worshiping Bhagwan by study of the scripture, which he says in the Gita, is worship of me with your intelligence to study very carefully. As much as you have intelligence, this is a good use for it, spiritual uses, usage of it. So then you, your intelligence starts to become spiritually uh, guided, if you will.
1: Hmm? Mm-hmm.
0: So on the basis of that directive of the buddhi, purified buddhi, the scars that you have for material life that would normally, habitually take you in another direction. They can't function. Hmm? The body is fortified. Hmm? The discriminating faculty. Then you're always making the right choices. Hmm? Yeah. From Mayor to Ruchi, Ruchi to Asakti. and Ruchi. As we explained the other day, Ruchi means Ruchi means taste. So there's always little taste. That's why we're involved. <laughs> Without any taste, we wouldn't be involved. It was just philosophy. Every now and then, some taste coming. We think there's otherworldly. I have some experience of that. But Ruchi as a stage is specific. It cannot be general. Because if it was general, it could not have a corresponding object, which is the nature of asakti. In asakti, the object of one's love appears. So if there is an object of your love, in other words, a certain form of Krishna, Krishna as a cowherd, Krishna as the lover of Radha, hmm? with certain qualities and so forth, this is the object of love that one becomes attached to in Asakti. That object will not appear unless the bhakti that you have, the taste for bhakti that Mahaprabhu speaks about. Hmm? He says, Babatad Bhakti ki Kitoi. I have no taste for anything else. Only have taste for bhakti. I have desire only for bhakti. Hmm? That desire for bhakti is is a specific kind of desire because it corresponds with a particular object. If it's just a general taste, it won't correspond with an object. It won't turn into asakti. Hmm? So this is a very high stage. Last, penultimate stage of sadhana bhakti, ruchi and then asakti, the final stage, attachment to the object of love. When your ob- your attachment is fully focused on bhakti and the corresponding, in a specific way in the corresponding object, well, the material world is, is is fading fast and one enters into bhava-bhakti. Hmm? A liberated soul, like Sukadeva Goswami. So again, this example is given by Jiva Goswami. He was a liberated soul. Hmm? He was a liberated soul, and what was he doing? He was pursuing bhava. Hmm? He was living in the forest, and he heard the woodcutter, Vyas, he left home. Huh? Hmm? He didn't want to be entangled in maya. Immediately left home with no samskar. So I said, "If your if if the, the Baba is being passed on, some details may not be in place, but that doesn't matter." He had no samskar; he wasn't initiated <laughs> properly. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Suka Goswami, problem. Hmm? What is his what is his disciplic uh, What do you say, Diksha line hmm? <laughs> the diksha line of Sukadeva Goswami loudly proclaimed in the Bhagavatam, hmm, that without any sangskara he went to the forest. No, no means no initiation, no, no, nothing of the sort. No. A special case. Hmm? But his character was evidence of his standing and spirituality. Still, still, Dhyas knew, I've received something very substantial from my guru. Hmm? And even though my son is liberated, hmm, I have to pass it on to him because this is a post-liberated thing, hmm, this bhakti. So what could he do? He sent the woodcutter because he did wood for your fire, and he, so the woodcutter would go into the forest. He gave him certain slokas from the Bhagavatam, memorize and sing them in the forest hmm, while collecting wood. And They thought maybe Sukadev lives in the forest. He'll hear the verse and his heart will change. Hmm. Nivhita-sairu-pagiyam-anad-bhavosad-chotam-anupiramad kutama Both verses like this. Hmm? Oh vakiyam stanakala kutam Verses like this from Bhagavatam. He was chanting, and Sukadev heard it, and a revolution came in his heart. Hmm? Hmm? Bhāva came. Hmm? It is a liberated thing, Bhāva. It's not like our material emotions. These are spiritual emotions. This is the surup-shakti fully manifesting in a particular combination of its elements, samvit and sadhini, ladini and It's It's knowing and it's ecstasy, a certain kind of knowing, like I know I am the friend of Krishna and a corresponding ecstasy. Mm. It's there to bud in the heart of Sugadev. Mm. So he wanted to find out the source of that. How did he get that? Was it inherent in him? No, it came from the woodcutter. <laughs> yeah. He was such a—he was so such a good receptive vehicle that it could even come from a woodcutter. Of course, it came from Vyas. This was his device, and it wasn't complete that he just heard from the woodcutter, but it perked his interest. Caused him to go in the direction of where of the woodcutters' destination, and there he found his my father's ashram. And what did he do there? He learned Srimad Bhagavatam. He took the trouble, hmm? the love effort, hmm? if you will, the labor of love to study Srimad Bhagavatam. Hmm? So this is the second type type of Mahabhagavata.
1: Hmm?
0: He got some bhava. But the bhava is not fully developed, but now he's culturing that. That is the, the practice of bhava-bhakti. You have to have bhava to, to culture it. Hmm? So he's cultivating that. Third type of mahabhagavata.
1: Hmm?
0: Bhagavat prapde, he has attained surup-siddhi. So he's attained the result of the culture of bhava. He gets the insight. I'm the lover. Hmm? This is, I am a servant of radhika. That has to be stepped into and cultivated. This is the all internal work in in in, in, in bhava bhakti. When it becomes mature, hmm, then this sthayi fully manifests. This is the root then of of of, of rasa. Hmm? So, any of these types of mahabhagavatas
1: hmm,
0: these are very qualified people to either pass on the mantra, pass on the bhava. If you're passing on the mantra, then you will be more concerned with formalities, and and those things are important. But so in the case of passing the bab, there may be irregularities. Sukadeva is kind of an example I gave. Of course, Goswami cites him as an example of this type of devotee. So you have madhyam, madhyam, utam madhyams, mm. and kaniṣṭha, and madhyam utams, not utam utams. Hmm? You understand? Hmm? In this world, then, you won't find Uttam unless you go to uh, enter the Leela of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, <laughs> the Leela of Krishna. Because attaining the Swarup city in Bhakti, hmm? in, in rag Bhakti, then one has to take birth in the Leela of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, in the Leela of Krishna. And
2: hmm?
0: there's still further development, even up to Prem. If we call surup-siddhi-preyam, still the development is not complete. The snehaman, rag, bhava, bhavanubhav, relative to the stai, these different stages will be cultivated all in association of the parikars, all in association of the persons like Rupa Goswami. Like I said, if we want to associate with a poor vacharya, why not Rupa Goswami? Who would be a better candidate?
1: Hmm?
0: We will associate with them, of course, through the system, as I say, the explaining of the Guru Parampara, in due course. So those uttam uttams, people like to say, my guru is the uttam uttam, and he's in the groves with Radha, and so on. People can say whatever they want. This is the teaching. Hmm? 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 (coughs) Uttam uttams, this is the, this is is that uttam uttam, entering the leela, of Krishna in this world is the penultimate state. Still there's something beyond that. That is a developmental state for the sadhakas. That's why we hear in Bhagavatam some gopis couldn't enter the Rasalila on the night Krishna played his flute in the Sarthapunim. They couldn't make it. They were obstacles. It means they weren't fully developed in terms of what the association of the Nityasiddhas afforded them. The development of their stai in terms of sneha Man, Pranay, Raga, Anubhava, abhava, anubhava all these developments. Hmm? Later, those same gopis, we study Bhagavatam carefully, we see same gopis, in, in, when, when Uddhava spoke to gopis, ah, they were present there at that time. They got access. So it's a di- there's still development. And then, from there, they're fit to go to the uppercut, the unmanifestly, with Krishna, when they... Uh, Uh, makes his disappearance Leela from the world so so it's a very extraordinary circumstance then when those types of devotees who are there to help us in this type of higher, 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 highest development actually come to this world, for example in Gaur Leela like Rupa Goswami has to teach about Gaudiya Vaishnavism. Hmm? Well, you want to associate with the poor, which right. want to pick him. Hmm? Of course, you can't. That's not sufficient, as I say. We have to find a, a present representative, and these are not ordinary people, no matter what type, who faithfully carries on, hmm? or some person with capacity for innovation and so forth. Very, very extraordinary devotees. Hmm? Between the Nityasiddhas and the Bada there is a big difference. Hmm? So they are different kinds of souls. Nityasiddhas like Rupa Goswami, who come with Chaitanya Mahaprabhu when he appears, all these, so they said, if Krishna is Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, then his associates must be with him. Krishna's associates, so all those associates. Naratham says, Goronger All the associates of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, they come from the spiritual world. Hmm? They come from Krishna Leela. We come from another place. <laughs> our uh, our our beginnings are here. Hmm? Anadi Karma. Hmm? Bhaktivinoda prays. Anadi Karma Pale. Yeah. What does he say? Nice song. It's a song about Asakti, that higher stage of sadhana bhakti. Hmm? Hmm? Anadi karma, the fruits of Adi karma, of anadi karma, I've been suffering since forever. And with attachment to Krishna, obviously, they're going away because attachments form identities. The differences we have between ourselves are our attachments. Hmm? So, if we're not attached to anything, then we'll have no differences. If we become attached to Krishna, again we'll have differences like we do in this world, but those differences will, will, will be beautiful. They will ornament our, our oneness, if you will. Uh, people think of it as duality. And that's not a popular word these days, so to reframe it you say, think of it like variety. Oh yes, that's good. <laughs> it is the spice of life. Hmm. So a spiritual persona a spiritual shape that your love takes hmm? by the ingress of this bhakti. Hmm? You see, these associates of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu who are all members of Krishna Lila, they're called ragatmikas. Right? Ragatmika means they have rag inborn in them. They have bhakti inherent in their being. You understand? Hmm? One of the differences between us and them is we don't have bhakti inherent in us. Hmm? If bhakti is inherent in us, then, then maya shakti can have no influence wherever there is this, this bhakti. Hmm? The power of bhakti to dispel maya shakti is only like a secondary power of of bhakti. The surup shakti, the bhakti, is constituted of primary influence and power, is that it can overwhelm Krishna, <laughs> or to speak of dispel Maya. Hmm? It can dispel, dispel the smoke hmm? and take precedent over the whole fire. Therefore, we say, "Jai This is the idea. Hmm? Bhakti is, is, is draws both Bhagawan and the jiva. Hmm? to a central position. Hmm. Hmm. So those, the ragatmikas, ragatmika, and then there's rag anuga. Anuga means what? Follow. To follow. Follow the rag. Where is the rag? That is in Vrindavan. Hmm? And there are all number of paradigmatic figures representing different uh, types of samanda. Rup and Kamrup, Bhakti. So we follow them as samananugas or Kamanuga, Raganuga Bhaktas. Hmm? So, in th- those those, ragatmikas who are the ideals that we follow, whose whose Bhava then comes to us through the Guru Parampara, they are, they are what we follow. So obviously they don't fall from there. That's not possible. Hmm? Their their, their, their rag is inborn. It's what they're constituted of. Hmm? They are the light of the spiritual world. It's said in Gita, what? There, there's no need of light hmm? because bhakti shines so brightly. Hmm? Hmm. Krishna says, I'm dim in comparison, hmm? but in, in next to bhakti I shine hmm? more brightly. Hmm? There's no need for sun there. Hmm? There's bhakti there, and going there, Gita says what? Yad gatvan tadama the, Going there, you'll never return. Why? Because going there involves becoming attached to those people who can never come down. Hmm? It's impossible. Hmm? so by attaching yourself to them then you go there and you never come back hmm? but we're here to start with so there's a difference if they were bhakti inherent in us then we wouldn't have the problem we, why would we need a guru pra <laughs> hmm? to uncover it it uncovers everything <laughs> nothing can cover bhakti not even Krishna Krishna akarshani it conquers Krishna. It attracts... Krishna is all attractive. Well, slightly. Kind of. (laughs) Bhakti is attracting him. Of course, it's his own sarup-shakti. So, there's no... uh, It's not outside of himself. Like I've given the example. Fire. We can have a fire. We can have smoke and sparks. When we think of the smoke and the sparks as ingredients of the fire, if you will. Hmm? We can think of them differently, right? Yes, Bark, I can think of that. Conceive of it as different from the fire and one. Smoke, you have to see, it as, see as different from the fire, even though it's not independent of the fire. Heat and light, it's kind of like heat and light and fire. Yeah, they're different in one, but they're more one. Than different, so the smoke is—it's real lot different from the fire. So Maya Shakti is dependent upon Krishna, like smoke is dependent on fire. But it's—it's it's, therefore it's one with Krishna and different, but it's more different than one. The Jiva Shakti is also one with Krishna, but different from him. But it's a spark, so it has like both sides. It's like, yeah, it's pretty different, and it's pretty much the same. It's more the same than smoke. Hmm. But it's a lot different also. Spark is what you can do with a spark. It's a lot different than what you can do with a fire. Heat and light are kind of different from fire, but there are a lot more, like what more is there to fire than heat and light? It's just a word, fire, and then there's heat and light. So <laughs> this is the nature of the relationship, if you will, between the srup shakti or bhakti, which is the essence of the srup shakti, and Bhagavan. He's the fire, and Srup shakti is like the heat and light is so much... Closer, hmm? You almost think, well, okay, heat and light are kind of different than the fire, but you couldn't have a fire without heat and light. And that's right. You cannot have Krishna without Bhakti.
1: Hmm?
0: Without Bhakti, there's only Brahman. And Krishna, there's no dancing. He's omnipresent. There's no movement. He's omniscient. He knows everything. He's everywhere. There's nowhere to go. There's nothing to do. Hmm? When we only do things, if we know what's going to happen, how will we do where will we have the impetus to do anything? Hmm? So without bhakti, then mm. no movement, no life, mm. no leela, no brindabaniyam nasakeli. Subject of this verse. Hmm? Yeah. So bhakti and bhagwan, one and different. So the ingress of this Bhakti, into the jiva. This comes through Guru Parampara. Hmm? And every Guru Parampara has a particular tattva that's the ground on which, or the canvas on which, the art of that leela is performed, hmm? that bhava is manifest. So we have a particular tattva, siddhanta, hmm? and particular bhavas will come on that. Hmm? We have here the empowering of Rupa Goswami compared to the empowering of Brahma at the dawn of creation. A new dawn, a new creation, a new insight into the significance of Vrindavan, the Bhagavatam. The Bhagavatam is not about Krishna, as we find out, surprisingly. It's about love of Krishna. Hmm? Very big difference.
1: Hmm?
0: The emphasis, the point of of emphasis. Hmm? And different centers, as I said last night, of love, different centers in the Braj. There are four, but there's really only three and a half. Because I said the Dasya is to with Sakya. Then there's Sakya and Vatsalya and Madhurya. And in our Sampradaya, we see two influences. Why? Because in one sense, as I explained last night, there are two origins. Here, the systematic teaching of the of the lineage, and it's tattva, Siddhanta, so hmm, in all features, jiva tattva, Krishna tattva, guru tattva, rasa tattva, bhakti tattva. Hmm, it will come in this chapter, all these things. This is what he learned from Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, all these tattvas. Hmm? Rupa Goswami was empowered to teach in a systematic way. This is the formal beginning of the Sampradaya. Hmm? But we also heard Nityananda, but we just started the whole thing. Hmm? right? Without any teaching, without any support, without any books, he wore his bhava on his sleeve, as they say. Hmm? Something like that. And it was contagious. What Rupa Goswami is giving... What Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is giving to Rupa Goswami and empower him to te- empowering him to teach. He's got it already, Rupa Goswami, that's another thing, but he's being empowered to teach it. Hmm? He's being chosen to teach it because of who he is. We have to come to that. But what he's teaching is I said there's a picture of the forest, and then there's a focus on that picture. It's a flower. Hmm? That flower is the bhava of Rupa Goswami. And the stem that's sticking it out and pointing it at everybody, that's the Nityananda Prabhu's influence. Hmm? He's the stem holding it up. There's no one giving greater support to Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and his mission than Nityananda Prabhu. When, Nityananda, when Chaitanya Mahaprabhu would fall in the dead, Nityananda Prabhu was there to catch him. Hmm? Where Chaitanya Mahaprabhu could not go because he was a sannyasi, although he took sannyasi to be able to spread the teaching further, in some ways it inhibited him to teach in certain places. For this, he sent Nityananda Prabhu. Hmm? So to extend it everywhere, as I said, we have the Chaitanya Charity because of him. We have the Chaitanya Bhagavad because of him. In one sense, we have the Chaitanya Sampradaya because of him. And he didn't have to write anything. See, his power, people just followed him. Hmm? So powerful, so contagious. He's Nityananda Ram, Balaram himself. So as it said that You want to go to Vrindavan, you have to go through Nityananda Prabhu Hmm? and Chaitanya Sampradaya. There's no way around that. You cannot attain love of Radha and Krishna without the blessing of Nityananda Prabhu. So no one is giving Chaitanya Mahaprabhu more directly hmm? and more broadly, more widely, Then, in this sense, he's like the stem on the focus of the lotus in the forest that is the heart, the manubhishtam, the heart of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. The Goswami could understand what is his heart, what does he come for, what is the, what the, the, the fullest reason for his descent and so forth. And then empower to systematically teach about that. So, because... Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and Nityananda preside, if you will, over the, they preside over this book. Bande Krishna Chaitanya Nityananda Sahodito. This is the verse of, of uh, a specific namaskar verse of the book where the deities of the book are mentioned. Gaur and Nityananda. These are the Vyasti gurus, I should say, yeah, yeah, yeah. the Samasti gurus, the macrocosmic gurus of the Gaudiya Sampradaya, and then in the Parampara, the Samasti, the local ones. Hmm? Indeed, if you want a poor vacharya, why not go to Chaitanya Mahaprabhu? Who needs Rupa Goswami? We we'll go to Chaitanya Mahaprabhu himself. We can just skip over and go to... Why you even stop with Rupa Goswami? Hmm? We we'll go to Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. No, but you cannot do that. Hmm? Who who would be better? Bhakti Siddhanta, Bhakti Vinod? Chaitanya Mahaprabhu? You can't make a comparison. Hmm? Right? Nityananda Prabhu? Hmm. No. So, so be, because he is who he is, Chand, hmm. he's doing what he's doing in Gaurila, assisting Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, making available Chaitanya, putting a focus on Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Hmm. But he is who he is. So, Some people, we find, they're influenced by his influence. Vrindavandas is a good example. He's influenced by the Sakyabhava of, of Nitaichandabu. His whole book is written from that perspective. Hmm. So some place for that. It's a very nice place. Hmm? Okay. There's a nice thing that I like very much. Krishna said, Gadoopara, what is it? Uh, Smritidapriyanam. Gadoopakari Smritidapriyanam. Gadoopakari Smritidapriyanam. This is my signature in my emails. <laughs> it's a saying, saying, it's Krishna speaking this. He says, the best friend, Gado Upakari, Gado Upakari, the best friend, Gado Upakari Smriti Dapriyanam, is the one who reminds one of the one who is dear to him. Hmm? So I think, in many ways, so my services, I want to be the best friend. So for my god brothers and god sisters, I want to remind them of Prabhupada, who is most dear to them. Hmm? Hmm? But why? I want to remind them what he's about, what he came to give, what he came to do, what was his contribution.
1: Hmm?
0: For new people then, who come I and I want to give them the best thing, what, what is dear to them, that will be Krishna consciousness, the whole group, Rampar, give them the teaching. And the higher level, it goes also. Hmm? And this is then the kind of sakivas we find most prominent in Gold Vaishnavism. Because it is a Madhurya sampradaya primarily, formally, let us say, formally and systematically. Hmm? But one of the main persons who you just can't do without, who's involved in all, that is Nityananda Prabhu, and he is who he is. Someone to say, yes, but Nityananda Prabhu, as Ananga Manjari, is tasting the, ma- the Madhurya. Hmm? You don't confuse things. Hmm? Nowhere in Chaitanya Charitamrita is that mentioned. Nowhere in Chaitanya Bhagavad is that mentioned. Nowhere in Chaitanya Mangal is that mentioned. Hmm? Do you say Nityananda Prabhu is an Manjari is like saying Krishna is Radha? Yeah, <laughs> but they are different too at the same time, right? Hmm? Oh. Nityananda Prabhu is not said anywhere in Chaitanya, Chaitanya Chaitanya to have come to the world to taste Manjari Bhav as... Anangamanjari, who is said to have appeared as his consort, Janava. Hmm? Oh. let's not blur Nityanandapu with Janava. Yet yeah, they're one and different, but there's some difference. And we tend to emphasize the difference that th- for good reasons, for the tasting of for the sake of rasa, there are differences. Don't unceremoniously merge them, then it becomes a problem. In the name of Rasa, that is a prob- that is problematic. And neither do we find Janava an is the younger sister of Radha, it said to be Balaram Shakti expansion. Hmm? Coming in Gorlila as, as an Angamanjari, we don't find her in the Gambira. Hmm? Someone asked, what role did Nityananda have in helping Chaitanya Mahaprabhu taste in the three desires he came to taste? Nityananda is not there. Hmm? Not as Nityananda, not as Janava. Hmm? There are reasons for that. So, so Nityananda, who has his own... He's Nityananda Ram. Look what is said in Chaitanya Charitamrita about him. Hmm? Somewhere in, 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 in the Lila Granta of, of, of Kabiraj Goswami, Gubindalila Lamrita, Anangamonjara is identified with Ananta, the expansion of Ananta. To make such a... This is a general idea... Hmm? You turn Nityananda into Manangamanjari Manjari suddenly. This is uh, there's a forced idea of 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 Madarasa, and it it, dis, it 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 uh, dismisses the being, the very being of Nityananda Ram. This is his whole being. As Balaram's whole being is he's he's Bhagawan. Save Bhagawan and Sevaka Bhagawan. The Bhagawan who is se- served that is Krishna. And the Bhagavan who serves, there's Balram. Hmm? He's the, the the reservoir of the Guru Tattva, Kanda Guru Tattva, living and breathing only for the service of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Hmm? And again, without him, there's no entrance into the into the Brajalila, into the Madhurya Lila. But because it is a Madhurya Lila Sampradaya, and so many are charges in Madhurya Lila. And this is what's given... By Rupa Gosami in particular, if we study carefully, we see, hmm? in his Leela it comes out, Granta it comes out, hmm? and, uh, and, it, and if he doesn't say it himself directly, then Raghunath Das does, his follower, hmm? we have to come to that. There are differences amongst these Rupa, Sanatan, Raghunath and their contributions and so forth. Hmm? so because it is such therefore we 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 see that those influences by bal influenced by, by Nitinandaram, in Sakiras, they tend to have what seems to be prominent some Madhuri influences as well That is the of krishna who are involved in that, that type of life and these type of devotees this type of baba is not found anywhere else either you can't find it in balabhasambardi or this or that's some Embarkasambrdaya would speak of Ramanuja, is not is not to be found there. Hmm? So, These some secrets of Hm? Get lost in uh, in the emphasis sometimes on Madhurasi. Look at Prabhupada. We'll have to come to that. We have to come back. We've got to go through the history here. Hmm? Right. Hmm. So, these these are the opportunities. These are the windows of opportunity. This is the focus, if you will. And in the lotus, in the flower forests, in the focus, and then the stem is there. Hmm? Without the stem, the lotus will not be there. Hmm? Krishna's not going if Balaram's not coming, in general. Hmm? Well, what is he? But he's not there in, in the groves of Vrindavan. Oh, he is. He is there. He is the bed. Hmm? The flower bed. But he is there. He is... The, he is the umbrella over his head, he has the shoes on his feet, he is uh, his, uh, his dress, his ornaments hmm? and in in a way that he can be present without causing any any problem for rasa. Hmm? You can't understand the whole, you have to understand the significance of this this feature of Bhagavan, Balra, Nityananda Buddha, the whole existence is woven together, like in, they say, in weaving, you know, you have the up and the cross and, and what do they call it, the waff, wharf? Like He's like that. <laughs> you can't get away from him. <laughs> hmm? Neither you should want to. Very friendly person. Hmm? Very kindly disposed. And so powerful that without any teaching, without any philosophy, people are ready to follow him. Guru hmm? Goswami had to write a whole teaching. <laughs> with his bhakti and deal with the other sampradayas of the time. not would just, just dispense with all that. We just start, go. He had a whole sampradaya going on. Hmm? Then this is coming, this event is coming here, the more formal starting of the sampradaya in a systematic distribution of this madhurasa. and a special kind of madhurasa. rasa, dasyam. dasyam. Hmm? It's a kind of madhurya and a kind of dasya. It's a kind of madhurya that has a Dasyakai type of orientation. Hmm? That is very peculiar. Hmm? So, 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 so there are other sampradayas offer some entrance into Mandarasa, but not like this. Anar charat karanayabatrana karo skalo samar payetam una tola rasam sabakti sriyam. This is Rupa Goswami's verse. Krishna puts it in his book as the blessing verse of his book. The world may be blessed but Shetanamahapra was come to give, never given before. Hmm? This brightest jewel of, of rasa. Hmm? So this is something about our Sampradaya, something about how Sampradaya works. Hmm? The importance of Guru Parampara, this is our connection with this. As the, According to the tattva, there will be a corresponding bhava. So we have to teach the tattva if the tatva is not being taught properly there will be no bhav hmm? and you cannot teach the tatva properly by saying it was all taught by the previous acharya we'll just turn to his books no that's not how it works because it has to be explained according to the time and the circumstance appropriately hmm? judgment calls have to be made new 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 arguments come they have to be answered hmm? That won't work. We need real succession hmm? in the ways in which I've described. We've given two levels of that. They're both substantial. Hmm? And if we meet such devotees, we feel we'd be oh, in a good position to, to progress and understand what, what this bhakti is about, where it's going. Hmm? So with that, we should turn some attention to the person, of Rupa Goswami, his importance. We see he's important here. He's, he was chosen by Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. With this, the comparisons given between Krishna speaking to Brahma, the dawn of creation, well, he's important. But what, what's something about him personally? Hmm. He and, and Rup, Sanatana, Rup Sanatana, these are the two elders. Sanatana's the oldest. They're brothers.
2: Their
1: hmm. family
0: hailed from South India. They moved to Bengal to Ram Kali. Mm. in West Bengal. Sanatana the older, Rupa the younger, and their nephew, Jiva Goswami, mm, all living together there in Ramkeli. And after Nityananda's work and so forth beginning, and after and Mahaprabhu had gone to South India, mm, taken sannyas, come back to Bengal, trying to go to Vrindavan. Mm, he went to Ramkeli. There he met Rupa Sanatana. They had written him a letter. Mm. They were... Very important people from a secular point of view. Hmm? The story goes like this that they were living in Ramkali and they were devotees naturally. They had established their own Radhakund and the Govardhan made in their place and they were worshipping and so forth. And Nawab Sa, the king of Bengal, um, was meanwhile, not too far away, building his tomb before he died, and hiring the best artisans to build his tomb. So he's building the tomb, it's going on, and so forth. So he comes to inspect the work, and he says, oh, it's looking very nice, and people go, going, yes, yeah, this, this is a really nice tomb, this is the best tomb I've seen. And the lead artisan said, there's nothing I can do better than this. And so he said, called his men immediately and killed him. This is the Nawab Hussein. So. <laughs> killed him, because he thought, if he lives after building this, then he could build something better than my tomb, and then I'll be outdone by another king. After my death, I have to have a tomb that's better than any any piece of sculpture, or architecture, and, and, and we killed him. <laughs> so, so so then he turned to his assistant, and he said. Um, go and bring it. And the student said, "Yes." He ran off. He didn't want to ask, "Bring what?" He thought he'd be cut off my head. So he just ran off. Yes, I'll bring. It. And Then he didn't, you know, what to do, or where to go. So he's just just kind of wandering. He left town. I thought, I don't know what it is, but I'm not going back till I figure it out. So. I thought, so, this was his dilemma. So, he came to Ram Kali, and there he was trying to figure it out, going around. And, and this newcomer to the town came to the attention of the young Rup and Sanatan. And they were named Santosh and Amar. Roop Goswami, Santosh, Sanatan Goswami, Amar. These were their names. Hmm? And so, they met, they met, they bumped into the guy and said, You look a little anxious. Like, what's. What's going on with you? He's older. They were younger than him, of course, but still they were, you look a little anxious. And, and so he, he said, yeah, I'm anxious. And, you know, this is what happened. And so, and I don't know what he wants me to bring. <laughs> and so they said, tell us, slow down, tell us the whole story. Tell us again. And they, they heard the story. And then they looked at him and they thought about it and they said, here, you go. And they went and they got two artisans from the village, the best artisans of the village. They, gave. they said, bring him these. This is what he wants. So they had a way of thinking of understanding people and um, and so when he got back, he said i'm back and I and I, and I and I brought them He said, "You brought them you brought what I want? How did you know what I wanted?" Hmm? And they were two artists, the best artisans because so, he needed new artisans because he had killed the other one. <laughs> they were the best ones around, so he said, "Wow, you figured out what I wanted you know I, uh, after you." Yeah. I might have killed you if you'd asked me what I wanted, but then and, and you went. And then he said, "He said, well, I, I figured it out because I met these two boys. Hmm? Then he told them about the boys. And he said, I want those boys hmm? in my kingdom. I want them to work for me.' Hmm? And the young Santosh and Amar Rup Sanatan, they came. They became like the, like the." like the cabinet members of the of the Nawab. I mean, you know, he was cutting people's heads off, so he didn't have a lot of choices, in his, politically <laughs> speaking. So they were brought, and they were elevated to the highest position in his in his cabinet. So now the Goswami would, would watch over his whole kingdom when the king went on his exploits for hunting and conquering and so forth. And all the spare time, they were doing this, they could speak... Uh, Urdu and Persian and Hindi and Bengali and Sanskrit. Hmm? They spoke all these languages. They understood people's minds, how they work. They could see the physiology of somebody and know what, what they were about. And think you're a very special, special people, hmm? materially speaking. Extraordinarily qualified persons. Hmm? And while they employed their material expertise in the service of the Nawab saint saw and thus became um, excommunicated, if you will, from the Hindu community, mm-hmm. hmm, they all the while were flaming within with Krishna Bhakti. Hmm? In any of the spare time, Sanatana had, he would be studying the Bhagavatam, the greatest scholar of the Bhagavatam in the Gaudiya, Sampradaya, Sanatana Goswami. That's how they spent their time. And they heard about Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. They heard about his exploits Hmm? in Bengal. And he had gone to Puri. When a young 24-year-old Vlad went to Puri as a sannyasi, in the whole of Puri, which is a very fortified kingdom, the Muslims could not enter there. No, saints, so I could not enter into there and conquer. So Gajapati Raj Pratapurudra was very powerful. But the boy, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, conquered the whole of Puri, hmm? captured the heart of the king's guru, and the king and the whole town came under the influence of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. And again, his conception of who Jagannath is became who Jagannath is. Hmm? If you came in with some other idea, you just didn't get it. He just didn't get it, and then he began performing his rathyatras there. Right? They were already going on, but what it meant? And then Macheta would bring his associates. He would dance in the rathyatra, and if he would dance in a certain way, Jagannath would stop and be stunned. His big eyes were there, just looking for Radha. Where is she? This is Krishna in ecstasy of separation, looking where, and she came in the form of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. When he saw the dancing in Ratha Yatra, Nityananda, as I said last night, saw Chaitanya Mahaprabhu turn into, the, into Radha, Jagannath seeing it and the cart stopping into the manana. They put elephants to push the cart, it wouldn't move. Hmm? And when Chaitanya then carried the kirtan for it, then the cart would go. Hmm? So, they, this is news throughout the subcontinent. Who is this boy? Nimai Pandit has become a sannyasi. Nimai Pandit has become Sri Krishna Chaitanya. He's conquered Puri in another way. Hmm? By, not by force of arms, but by the power of love hmm? and the beauty of his form. Hmm? Hmm? And Rupa Goswami. Sanatana Goswami, they heard about this. Hmm? They themselves were very attractive. Rupa Goswami, rupa means form, but rupa means beauty. Hmm? Rupa Goswami is said to be the incarnation of the beauty of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. His person in Krishna Lila, rupa manjari, an incarnation of the beauty of Radha. Hmm? In, in, in his... what's Ravanathas' book... Milap Kusa Manjali, the first verse he mentions, that's a nice thing. He questions, why is it? He's offering respect to, to, Rupa, to, to Rupa Manjari. Why is there some biting mark on your neck? Hmm? It's, a, it's a long burst, beautiful. What's with that? Hmm? So there are different explanations, of course. The standard explanation is something that well, whatever the manjaris, whatever Radha experiences, the manjaris are so attracted, attached to her, it shows up on them as well. Hmm? <laughs> Another explanation no, relative to the to the discussion is that that in coming and looking for Radha, hmm, Krishna saw Rupa and thought it was Radha because he is her beauty incarnated. And from the side he grabbed her and... And she's, get away from me, which is typical of the Manjari, but enough to make a mark, hmm? something like that. <laughs> so the closeness between Radha and Rupa, hmm? Rupa Manjari, and, that, and therefore the closeness between Rupa Goswami and Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Hmm? And he heard about him, and they wrote to him, we want to join you. Mahaprabhu wrote back to them, but the male must have been like then. Get Somehow he wrote back to them and said, keep yourself like a paramour lover. Hmm? Hmm? Serve the king very nicely. A paramour lover, she serves her husband very nicely so that he won't be suspicious. Hmm? She's so expert, he thinks, why is she, so, she she's so attentive to everything now? My meals are cooked and everything is just perfect and and so forth. She's trying to... F- any suspicion will be hidden <coughs> by her service to, to the household, and so forth. So he said, like this, keep yourself in relation to the Nawabha said that he won't be suspicious in any way. And in your heart, you cultivate this, an opportunity will come. And the opportunity came. Chetanam Dev came to Ramkeli to meet Sanatan. Mm. And they took further advice for him find a get way get away to get freed from from the... Uh, he gave the names, Rup Sanatana, to get free from the Nawab's service, meet him in Vrindavan, and so on and so forth. So, very special people, Rup Sanatana, from a material point of view, very qualified. And both of them, handmaidens of Radha and Krishna Leela. And it's through the handmaidens of Radha and following their bhava that one can come closest to tasting experiencing what Chaitanya Mahaprabhu himself wanted to taste, which is the bhava of Radha. You can't do it like him, exactly. Hmm? He is Krishna himself. But through the, 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 the servants of Radha, it's possible to taste that. Hmm? Maranakya Mahabhava. Hmm? So this is why Rupa Goswami was selected externally for his qualification, his erudition, scholarship, his ability to deal with people and in later years, was mentioned here in this chapter, in the later years in Vrindavan, they lived there, Rup Sanatan. And news about them, if anybody went to Vrindavan and came back, people said, What about Rup Sanatan? What were they doing? Jiva Goswami describes them in his Sandharvas as they these two who are glorious in Mathura as devotees. It's not a small statement because everybody in Mathura is a devotee. But amongst the devotees of Mathura, these two are glorious. Hmm? very exalted persons, and very, on all levels, they would, Sanatan Prabhu, Munda Baba he was called, shaved-headed Baba. He would always keep his head shaved. Hmm? And he would walk on Parikram around and go Govardhan to the different, and coming through different villages. When he entered the village, everyone would come out and the children would surround him and hold on to his hands, walk with him, hmm? like a father, like an uncle, hmm? in an ordinary sense, I'm saying. Everyone loved him. Hmm? They would give advice on any anything, any any squabble, any dispute, brought to Rupa They would weigh in, and their decision would be accepted, even on ordinary dealings. Hmm? They dealt with people, and meanwhile, they wrote the highest literatures, hmm? the Bhakti Shastras. When Sanatana Goswami left the world, Munda Baba, shaved-headed Baba, every man, woman, and child in Vrindavan shave their head hmm? to say, we're with Mrundabhava. Hmm? He's the way. In Gaur Leela, he's the leader of, Chait- of even Rupa Goswami. But we emphasize Rupa Goswami in one sense over Sanatan. Why? Because in Krishna Leela, Rupa is the leader of Sanatan Amongst the handmaidens of Radha, he holds the lead role there. Hmm? In Gaur Leela, it's reversed and he offers his respect to Sanatan in his books my Guru Sanatan, his elder brother, hmm? who, as I said, wrote about the Samanda Rupa about the Abhideya, the way. Hmm? He didn't write about himself. Hmm? And my I exemplify the ideal of the prayojan, that raghunath Das wrote that hmm? in his book. He points to Rupa Goswami. At his position, this is this is the highest ideal of, of Gaudiya Vaishnavism embodied. Therefore, Rupanuga. Hmm? follow you can follow rupa rupa in general or, in, or externally or both ways internally and externally. Then this is, so this is the main focus of Gautama. This is the lotus of the picture, as I said, the a stem, nityananda prabhu, hmm? and so for this reason he selected. Hmm? There is no one, therefore, that we can really compare. Chaitanya or Rupa Goswami. So we, are all the followers, Bhakti Siddhanta Sarasvitaka, we skip ahead to more modern time what, it is, what his own pranam wrote for himself, Virudhapa Siddhanta dwanta Harine, Rupa Virudhapa Siddhanta dwanta Harine. If the Siddhanta is different from Rupa Goswami's, he would become enraged. Hmm? If we're teaches, even if in my writing in the course of establishing 64 moths around the world, hmm? and fighting with the Varnashram people, Asura Varnashram people, and godia people, hmm? and the English people. Hmm? And he was <laughs> rather feisty for, in the service of, of, of Bhakti Benod. If I wrote something in my, where my pencil wasn't sharp enough and it seems to contradict Rupa Goswami, inherent in his pranamas, you correct that for me. Hmm? When a, in a bhava this dissemination of the lineage sometimes the pencil won't be so sharp you find in Rupa Goswami both things are there <laughs> the pencil is very sharp and there's so much bhava
1: hmm?
0: Hmm? he was of course mainly staying in Vrindavan hmm? but if we move ahead in history hundreds of years we come to a point in a sampradaya where there's some comparison Rupa Goswami, someone who might be an appropriate comparison. There are many great devotees oh, coming. There's the, the, the next generation of Krishnadas, Kabiraj Goswami, Chaitanya Charitamrita. You know, we say, Prabhupada's books are everything. from their commentary on das's book. So he's a pretty good book writer too. <laughs> pretty important person. Hmm? If I'm going to write a commentary on somebody's book, then I think that person is pretty important. That's kind of the message that you get if you think about it a little bit. Not that he's not, we don't care about him. Now we have only the commentary on him, so we'll teach only the commentary. Hmm. (laughs) The very fact that it's a commentary tells us something. There's a little bit more to draw from it. Hmm. Again, Guru Paramparaj should acquaint us with all these people. Hmm. And we should know something, their history. We can develop some feeling for them. We we're at a distance, obviously, so some, some disadvantage in one sense. But if we connect ourselves to the Guru Pārāma in a real way, we won't be at a disadvantage. There's also that example, you know, the telescope. If you have a telescope, it has a very small lens right here. And then it gets bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. So if I give it to you and I say, now look through the small lens to see the star, you're you say, no, well, no, I'll look through the big one. I'm not going to get cheated by you. Then you'll just get a headache. You won't see anything. So, uh, If you want to know them, like I said, if you have one real guru, then you'll have many gurus hmm?
1: Hmm?
0: who comes locally in the Guru Parampara, a substantial person. You pay attention there. Then you will know all these people. You develop feelings for all these parikars. And parikar means lila. There's no meaning of lila without the parikar. That's the whole implication. It's not like a fifth thing. There's nam, rupa, guna, lila, and parikar. Lila and parikar, they go together. Lila means Krishna with someone else. Hmm? These are his associates. Hmm? These are the ragatmikas. In gaur lila, in Krishna lila, hmm? they are examples. We, as we, as we develop parikar eligibility, we follow them internally. Hmm? Hmm? So if we move ahead, then we come to some comparison, practically speaking, to the contribution of Rupa Goswami in the person of whom? Thakura The comparison was made, however apt. There are some reasons, good reasoning for it. Uh, he was called the seventh Goswami in his time. Hmm? Hmm? By some. The comparison is apt in that he he made a literary contribution that is extensive. Hmm? He also wrote in Sanskrit, in Bengali, and in English, hundreds of books, songs, and so forth. And, like the Vrindavan Goswami's excavated the places of Krishna's pastimes in Vrindavan, he excavated the places of of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's pastimes in Navadvip. Hmm? And his... Work, which in that regard, which was centered around the birthplace of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu this was celebrated by Gorkishore Das Babaji, by Jagannath Das Babaji. Hmm? So he did extraordinary work, like the Goswamis. But he also interfaced the Sankardev with the modern world hmm? and other other cultures, the Western culture, and so forth. And here we are, coming in, you know, under that that influence and so forth. Hmm? So while there is uh, room to make that kind of a comparison still. Hmm, if we look at the life of Bhakti Mino Thakur and how he personally portrayed himself, hmm, we find in his own autobiographical letter to his son, Lalit Prasad that he portrayed himself as a sadhana siddha. Hmm? Sadhana siddha means who became perfect by sadhana, by practice. Hmm? he entered in the world with an extraordinary amount of devotion and, and inclination for religious life. And his first contact with Gaudiya Vaishnavism in the real form, in the form of Chaitanya Chardamuri, immediately ignited a flame within him and, and put out the light the, the candlelight of any other religious idea, overwhelmed him, hmm? this Gaudiya Vaishnavism. So, so this doesn't happen to ordinary persons. So he although he portrayed himself as a sadhana-siddha, if we, if we go with how he portrayed himself, uh, there's Bhaktisiddhanta started, 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 sometimes de- depicted him as a nitya-siddha, coming from there. Hmm? But he himself portrayed himself as a sadhana-siddha, but it wasn't the first life he'd been doing the sadhana, and he was close to the siddha hmm? of that, hmm? that ideal of godi Vaishnavism, to take it as readily as he did and become so proficient, so... So readily. Hmm? Um, and again, it, a, a big thing to interface it with foreign culture and, and so on and so forth. So there's, a, I think, an issue here that probably needs to be discussed, and, and we have to some extent, but the idea of the sadhana-siddha and the neti-siddha, and the idea of the neti-siddha is, again, well, go <laughs> The associates of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu were all Nityasiddhas. Why are they with Chaitanya Mahaprabhu? Because they're always with him. They're with Krishna hmm? in his leela. If Krishna comes as Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, they come with him. Hmm? The idea that they will come without him hundreds of thousands of years later, or hundreds of years later, it's like, what are you doing here? Hmm? And the idea that Krishna would have sent them here, Krishna says, "I tell you what, Rupa Manjari or Abai Gopa, go there. Hmm? Wear your, take your flame-colored covered outfit and turn it into a sannyasi dhoti, color of fire. He wears. Go there." And I'm talking about Prabhupada, <laughs> but I mean it's it's not exactly how the Krishna lila is said to work in the texts. Hmm? Krishna is so overwhelmed in the braj lila with the Madurja, with the the power of the uh, ragatmika's love for him, that his omniscience is recedes to the background. Hmm? He can muster up enough and enough aishwarya at, at times hmm? for certain purposes, but to be thinking about all the conditioned souls and so forth in the world and the state of affairs and this is not what Krishna is preoccupied with. Hmm? You have to understand the nature of bhakti, praying bhakti. Therefore, Jiva Goswami says. Krishna is not the ideal person to look for as the example of compassion. Mm-hmm. He says it. He has no experience of the suffering of the world. Mm-hmm. But his devotees, who are sadhana they've passed through that. They have some dream of that, some remembrance of that. And when you have the same experience of another... Then that's you can be more empathetic. Hmm? If you already have that experience, then your capacity to be empathetic is increased. So they are the the how you say the Kripa Shakti of Bhagawan. Through the devotees, hmm, he spreads his mercy. Yes, sometimes he does think of the world, and what does he do? He comes to the world with all of his associates. Hmm? once in the day of Brahma. Oh, the world, right. And those people down there, at best, they worship me in vidyamarga with Aishvarya. There I stand on their altars, frozen. <laughs> I don't say anything. They think I eat, maybe. They say these things, Om Krishna, Glim Krishnaya. This is not getting turning me on so to speak. so let me come and turn them on to what I'm about hmm? let me make, and so I bring my whole associates hmm? of course yes he comes for that but more so he comes for those sadhakas who are in the world who have reached a point where they cannot they, 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 they must take birth in his leela. that's their next stage so he has to come for them prittanaya sadhunam this is the reason he comes to protect them Hmm? naturally there'd be some overflow to the people that may be talked about but the primary reason he's coming for his devotees there are two forces in the world the force of karma the force of bhakti if you're lucky then you come in touch with bhakti yadritchaya by good fortune Hmm? by good fortune blessing comes it's in the world it's available you bump into it so you can pinch yourself is it happening to me? <laughs> then, yeah. Why? Don't you know, don't reason why. Then you'll be lost. You think I've been blessed. So then you think, and if you think I've been blessed, then you think, then I should share it with people. It's not like I've just been blessed, so it's not like it's mine, it's something I've done, my accomplishment. So the natural feeling is to share. So the devotees, they become the sharers. Krishna's hmm? not partisan. No? Mm. the devotees are his Kripa Shakti and they try to share it with everybody they make an effort Mm. they make big arrangements to try to save the whole world and Mahaprabhu is (laughs) thinking the whole world (laughs) what is your conception of the whole world there are universes inside of universes inside of universes inside of atoms (laughs) anyway that's their kindness they think like that they're big hearted Mm. they want to save the whole world the whole world will always go on. Hmm? There will always be bhakti in the world. There will always be anadi be karma in the world. Karma has no beginning, but it can come to an end. Bhakti can begin in your life, and it will never end. And it will end all karma, hmm? and all that influence. Bhakti is eternal. Hmm? The bhava is eternal. nityasiddha siddha Krishna prema Sadhaka bunai, but shravanadi sudha kore by hearing and chanting. Having received the opportunity to do so from a devotee, being so blessed, and it will come in you. It's already existing, but it's not existing in you. <laughs> mm. now, that eternal reality will come in your heart mm. through Guru Parampara. This is the idea, and in a specific way, as we were mentioning, based on the influence, then you develop, and you find yourself choosing that. Mm. Mm. It's not out of reason that we do this. It's had nothing to do with the world. Doesn't really work that way, in any respect. Hmm? Everyone thinks they they make the most reasonable choice. It's all psychological. It's all impressions, influences. There's bias. Nobody's rational. Everybody's biased. Everybody's emotional. Hmm? So this this kind of bhakti bias. This is what we want by association. Hmm. So bhakti vinod and. We are lucky, we are in the party bar of Bhakti Vinod, you know, the family of Bhakti Vinod you know, that's done so much for Chaitanya Vaishnavism, that's shown so much compassion hmm, to sh- and, and interest to share, must really be touched by Bhakti
1: hmm,
0: and those higher ideals. Hmm, to, 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 to be moved by that in such a way as he was. And Bhakti said Saraswati Thakur, this uh, is this something to said, be said for that. Hmm? I can remember myself, be standing, <laughs> standing in the Los Angeles airport, trembling, in ecstasy. Thinking, if I just touch somebody with this book, <laughs> this could happen to them. Hmm? What is my good fortune? It's, it's, I should just <laughs> here, touch this. Hello. Hmm? I, uh, what? What? Uh, i standing in the airport, thinking. Oh, I'm in the airport. I could stand in one place and this could go to all countries. This was before it was in all countries. <laughs> this more or less came to be by Prabhupada's influence and some of his good servitors, assistants. I had the chance to assist them. They'd stand in one place and it would go so many places. This was like sent more of a thrill up my leg than the idea of Obama getting elected did for that one guy, newscaster. Oh, he thought, but he will change the world. Didn't do much for that, but, but this bhakti, <laughs> that will change the world, this is a big thing. Hmm? You'll get a thrill through your whole body. Hmm? The natural, this is natural outcoming, if you will, a byproduct of being in touch with such a high ideal of love is that the lowest form of love, compassion for people, this is the lowest on the, on the ladder. Hmm? It's the high point in this world, hmm? if you love your family, your, yeah, your friends, and so forth, it's a smaller thing than if you love the world and you and and you you, you, you take, make sacrifices. Everybody says family first, but if I sacrifice my own family even, my own comfort for the good of others, hmm? then you become saintly, right? You become a Mother Teresa, a Gandhi, a, uh, these types of people, and you become immortalized, they make movies about you, and write books about you, and so forth. Because of because you took your local love and it became universalized. This is compassion, empathy. Hmm? Hmm. Hmm. I saw a guy, this guy, you know this fellow, he's a philosopher, what's his name? Materialistic philosopher. Likes to talk about consciousness. I forget his name. Anyway, he asked, you know, what's with this meditation stuff? He said, the TM people contacted me. They told me I should try it. But what do you get out of that? You know, really, what's it all? He's asking, you know, what do you, what, what are the, you know, what? So you sit there, you can get a little calm or something. Like, what, what does it do for the, for you or the world, really? And then the guy was wise enough to speak and say, it, it from that, people who do that effectively could actually stop their mind, hmm? they can experience the, all the dimensions of consciousness in full that's what he was thinking then they, they develop love for everything compassion for the whole world
1: hmm?
0: okay that might be something hmm? you can't love your neighbor like your friend unless you do this hmm? unless you understand that there's no difference between a friend and I we are both consciousness. Hmm? My neighbor and I. Hmm? You cannot do that by mental adjustment. You can do it for a while, and to an extent. You cannot turn the cheek, you know, unless you're, you've transcended the cheek, hmm? the flesh, hmm? the bodily conception of life. Hmm? And this, then, is, is, is logical that who has some taste, some experience, some understanding, even, of the prospect that Gaudiya Vaishnavism brings before us in the realm of love. This is its field, right? In love. Then this low end, this is the low end. <laughs> Jeeva Goswami said, Krishna is not particularly compassionate in his form as Brajanda Nandan. He's, he's inhibited by being compassionate to the world because he, he, because of the kind of love he's surrounded by, hmm? controlled by. They're keeping them to himself, to themselves. It's a private place, the Brajalila. The hmm? four chaitanya Mahabhu is called Mahabodhanaya Avatar, the most compassionate. He's giving it everywhere. What? Krishna Prem, Braj Prem? He's giving it everywhere? Hmm? Like water? Hmm? This is what Sridharmar said about Prabhupada. He's giving nectar everywhere as if it was water. As if it was water. And water is like, okay, water. You want water, you know? Okay, pour it out. It's okay if you don't want to drink it. Hmm? He's giving the highest, nectar, like water everywhere. Hmm? So we come in the history from Bhaktivinoda. Hmm? His compassion, this is our part of our, is characterized very much by this compassion, which is a sign that they are in touch with the highest ideal. Sometimes there are some irregularities in our sampradaya. Hmm? Sometimes Bhaktivinoda hatched preaching strategies. Hmm? Not totally uncharacteristic of the lineage. After all, Jiva Goswami did the same thing in a very prominent way. What could be more prominent than his example? He preached everywhere in his books that there's no parakya in Goloka. In direct contradiction, it would appear, to Rupa Goswami. Hmm? Why did he do that? He's a disciple of Rupa Goswami. In Brahma Samhita, in Kram in Krishna Sandarva, in... Um, in... Um, Gopal Champu, everywhere, everywhere, he makes this point.
1: Mm.
0: Vishwanath Chakravitakura addresses it in Ujmalilmani commentary, which Shiva Goswami also wrote a commentary to. And there, in one line, in one verse, in one book, one commentary, Jiva Goswami says, Some of the things I have written are for others, and some of the things are my own opinion. Vishwanath in his commentary on the first verse of which Vilmani says, and Jiva Goswami said this, hmm? and that which is for other people, as where he seems to indicate svakiya for Golok, and no parakiya. Hmm? And his own opinion is the opinion, he seems to be putting words in his mouth, but in his, his own opinion is that there is parakiya. And then he just goes on. And gives the logic and scriptural support for why there must be parakia. He doesn't bother with, but Jiva Goswami said it over here. But over here in Brahma Samhita, look, he said it like this, and in Kramzanap he said it like this. He just he doesn't have anything to do with that. He just he just shows this is the sadanta, and you cannot and you go, oh yeah, <laughs> wow, he's given a good argument. But Jiva Goswami must support that. He's not crazy. Hmm? He couldn't have missed it. He's better than us. He must have known that. Of course. Yeah, of course. It's clear. Hmm? So he must have had some reason for it. There's said to there have been some disciples of Jiva Goswami who couldn't, just couldn't put it together. It's a little relative to the culture. Hmm? That God, the highest God, could be uh, apparently an a, a adulterer or that we can't sell this to the public. Hmm? They couldn't. They didn't feel comfortable selling it to the. This is the forming of the sampradaya. They didn't feel comfortable selling it to the religious public. Hmm? And so that well, we can write about it this way. And after all, that's the Siddhanta. Radha and Krishna are married. There is no other in her life. There's only an appearance of another. So we could write it about it like this, if you, for a, for a strategy. Hmm? But then. Strategies are useful for a certain time and place and then later in the Sambodaya we see they have to be addressed. Hmm? So, Bishwana Chavadhi maybe what, hundred years later, he addressed it and from then on so Whatever Jiva Goswami said he would say that's his preaching strategy. That, that he's talking from the point of view of Tatva there. For the sake of people in this time, he's a Parakiyavad, he's a Parakiyavad, he's a Parakiyavad. He is a Manjari. <laughs> he's completely involved in the parikhy of Radha and Krishna this is the way it's been dealt with so there are some examples hmm? but Bhaktivinoda Thakur he's taking on a very complicated task to take this to other cultures and how they're thinking about things in other cultures well to speak of in the time of Jiva Goswami some people are thinking we can't sell this to the public the good religious public hmm? it's hard enough talking about Radha and Krishna at all hmm? As we say they're married, and it, you know, it's not untrue that Swakya means belonging. Radha belongs only to Krishna. Even the husbands of the gopis belong to Krishna. Hmm? So, this is a strategy. Hmm? So, Bhaktivinoda made some strategies to preach about some things, like anadi karma, like inherent bhakti, these kind of things. Thinking of the Western. But as you go on, then. Pass it to Siddhanta. He had a big campaign. Hmm. It's not simply you sit and write a book, you know, and you go over it again and again and again, but you write a book. Meanwhile, you're traveling, opening 64 moths, and a whole Gaudiya community is fighting with you, <laughs> and the other religious community also as well. And, and Gaudiya Vaishnava is in a condition that's deplorable at the time. Kalena lupta, like then, at the time of Rupa. Then again, Gaudiya Vaishnava has become obscure. Anybody who didn't have a caste would say, I'm a Chaitanya. Oh, great. I've become great now. I have no caste. It's because he preached a casteless society. A classless society. This is Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's advocacy. In the, name of, in the words of in the Church of the Holy Name, everybody can come and chant. Men, women, children, everyone. There's no... We, we, hum, what's the meaning? Let's pay attention. I'm not a Brahman, I'm not a Kshatriya, I'm not a sannyasi, a brahmacharya. None of these worldly designations. I'm not a Hindu, Indian, American man, woman. I'm Gopi Bhattu Dasta Sonadasta. The servant of the servant of the servant of Krishna, who is the lover of the gopis. Hmm? That's who I am. Hmm? And this is who everybody, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, wants to This is your prospect in life. You're a jiva. Hmm? And now you have a false personality due to the material environment. Come in the bhakti environment and, 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 and let your Atmananda become Bhakti Ananda. The Ananda, the self, is enhanced by having a significant other to repose it in. Hmm? That's Krishna, the perfect object of love. And Bhakti Ananda and Atmananda asked Sugudeva, what's better? Hmm? Hmm. Sugrave left the forest to study Srimad Bhagavatam for Bhakti Ananda. The question is there in the Bhagavatam, why he took the trouble? Hmm? Oh, it's a labor of love. Hmm? There he found out about a significant consciousness other, hmm? Krishna, hmm? the perfect object of love. Hmm? For that, he, he had nowhere, no no need to go anywhere. For that, he took the trouble to move hmm? and study hmm? and teach Pariksit Maharaj very carefully and give this kind of bhakti to the world. What he got, he gave. Hmm? That's their obligation. If you have the knowledge you have to give it, otherwise it becomes a problem for you. Hmm? So Bhakti Vinod, Bhakti Siddhanta Sarasti talk, they're dealing with a new situation. Hmm? This is the modern history. The Western world and how they think and you know, Prabhupada's trying to figure out how they think. Prabhupada also. Hmm? How did he find out about the Western world? Prabhupada used to go to the tea shops in Delhi after printing his back to Godhead magazine and hand it out and he would find tracts of the Jehovah Witnesses and other t- Christian <coughs> proselytizers hmm? and he would you know you read oh, that's how they think over there uh-huh. mm-hmm. okay. he would get his ideas like this was Prabhupada's bhakti. Hmm? he studied the, <laughs> the t- Christian tracts and things like that picked, up, picked he didn't have the internet to pick up what's going on in America hmm? you don't know what people thought about even in my time going to India, uh, I met sadhus in India who think that, who, who even today you could find them, think every woman in America is a prostitute. That's what they thought. I mean, I, they're, not, they're not bad for it. This is just kind of information that they got here and there. But I mean, it's just crazy. To, you, know, you think, what the? <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, they, they had ideas that if they, if they got touched by the shadow of a person from the cow-killing countries, they would lose their caste, have to bathe in the Ganges or something. Hmm. So, what ideas they had? The prophet's trying to figure out what America's like and how they think. And Bhakti Sundar wanted me to speak in English, and and uh, he wanted, he once asked that he, he that he aspired to have ten years to live in America. This is when England was running the world. So Bhakti Sundar certainly could see that America will take the leadership at some point. Hmm? It was before the end of the war, World War Two. Hmm? So he had this aspiration. Pujapachita Maharaj, of course, said, and he got his aspiration fulfilled, ten years plus two, in the form of Swami Maharaj, his disciple, hmm? Prabhupada, who lived in the Americas and Europe as well. He touched down in America to spread, to, to keep alive, as he himself described, the current of Bhaktivinoda, hmm? Prabhupada said, my movement is the movement of Bhaktivinoda. We are following him. It is the Bhaktivinoda Paribhara, the family of Bhaktivinoda, the seventh Goswami, even if he's a sadhana siddha, still in the titles, is worthy. Hmm? Sadhana siddha. And he described himself as such too, Prabhupada, as a sadhana siddha. His disciples like sometimes think of him otherwise, but if we if we follow his own lead, even in his in his letters, in his conversations, in his book, in Bhagavad Gita, he explains, what is that verse? Sixth chapter of the Gita. Hmm? Hmm. That you take birth in the family of transcendentalists, if your bhakti is not fully developed, your yoga. He said, so my birth is like that. Hmm? Therefore I was born in the Vaishna family. He was born in the Sakiras family, actually. Their patron saint was Uttaranadatta, one of the Dvadasagopals, the twelve Associates of Krishna, Balaram, and Vandaban. Uddhuranadatta was particularly kind to the villagers in, what is that town, what that place called? Oh, I forget. Just some district in West Bengal, mercantile community, the Day family that was connected with, and so forth. They would go there on pilgrimage hmm, to Uddhuranadatta's place, worship the deity there from his childhood, and so forth. Hmm. But to add the Madhurya component to his Bhava, he came into connection with Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur, hmm? and in having done that and been given the order by Bhakti Sadan Saraswati Thakur to preach in English, he went to such efforts to try to fulfill that. And on the boat sailing across the ocean, hmm? we could make a whole lecture about this. What he wrote in his private moments—he hmm? prays like a sadhaka. Hmm? He prays like a siddha. Hmm? Negotiating with Krishna. Oh, my dear Krishna. Hey, friend, he said. Oh, Rebhai. I'm hmm? going to give you some advice. It would be good for you. The world knows that if Radharani is pleased with you, that your life will be successful. This is fixed. This will never change. Like the pole star. That's fixed. And the others orbit around it. This is the truth. It will never change. Hmm? <coughs> Your life will be successful if Radharani is pleased with you. Hmm? And so, my dear friend, listen up. This is how he speaks to Krishna. You can imagine Krishna got, he got Krishna's attention. What? Hmm? My Gurudev, he represents the camp of Radharani. He is a dasi of Radharani. Hmm? What is his name? Manji. Manjari, Nayana man, naya Mani Manjari. Bhaktisiddhanta Sarasthi Thakur conceived himself as this, following Kamal Manjari, Bhaktivinoda Thakur. Hmm? So my Gurudev represents Radharani, her camp, and she asked me to do this in her Sadaka as the great Bhaktisiddhanta Sarasthi Thakur, to go and preach in English. So I'm going and I don't know what it's like over there and how I will possibly be successful. Hmm? That's not my first language. I don't know where I will stay, what I will eat, anything. I'm completely dependent upon you. In every respect, my request is that you have to give me the power to fulfill the ambition of Nayanamani Manjari and Radha, the compassionate side of Krishna. If Krishna has compassion, hmm, that is in his other half, his better half, Radha. Hmm? Hmm. There's a little Radha, as I say, in every devotee. Hmm? Devotees should be compassionate. <laughs> a little Radha in everyone. Hmm? Because he fully becomes Radha. He is Mahabodhanaya, the most compassionate. Hmm? No other avatar can do that. No other avatar can become Radha, can even think of the idea. What what is it about? That's why Chaitanya Mahaprabhu must be Krishna. (laughs) No other Braha can think of that. Narsingha can't think of that. Narayana can't think of that. Only Krishna can think of that. that. Therefore Chaitanya Mahaprabhu must be Krishna. This is the logic. We don't need any scripture to cite any verses Hmm? emptying himself out completely of any other desire he's showing the way of a sadhaka in the first part of his poem how to perfect his sadhaka deha by taking the words of his guru and making them his life his life and soul Hmm? molding his life around the order of his guru which literally was a suggestion written to him by Bhakti Siddhanta. I think it would be good for you if you speak in English. He had written to Prabhupada Bhakti Siddhanta asking for some service. He said, I think it would be good if you can preach in English. So Prabhupada Bhakti Siddhanta passed away maybe a couple of weeks after that. And my Guru Marsh thought, I've been ordered to preach in English. He made his whole life around this. One suggestion from Bhakti Siddhanta. He used to call it, my Guru Marsh ordered me Mm-hmm. So this was his, oh, his guru Nishta. so he's showing how to live in a sadhaka deha, practitioner's body, and by perfecting that, by by carrying the order of his guru mm, on his head, mm, a mission impossible. Yeah. go to the moon. He was like, and he wrote back. You can see in the letters. When Prabhupada arrived in New York, he wrote back one letter to Bhaktivedanta Narayan Marsh and, ex- and sold him, whose who, who's guru, Keshav Marsh gave Prabhupada sannyas. He was communicating with Narayana Marsh, asking for some murdanga to be sent and some other things, helping in his work. And he said, there's so many lights here at night. The whole place is lit up at night. It's like daytime. Hmm? And everybody has a car, and nobody has a driver. It means in India, you don't. In that time, when we first, when I first went to Vrindavan, and this was like, what, ten, twelve years later, nineteen seventy-three or four, probably came in what, nineteen sixty-five. Hmm? He's writing back. When I came to Vrindavan, you couldn't if you arrived in Mathura, from. Calcutta on the Radharani Express the train is called Radharani Express you gotta love India <laughs> then to get from Mathura to vrindavan there was no there were no motor vehicles you had to take you had to walk take a horse and buggy or a ox cart and so forth it was very charming and then within Brandavan Prophet's place in Ramanreti was just like out in the woods completely hmm. so when the Prophet's coming you know Ten, twelve years, or whatever it was, ten years earlier than that, and and, and having lived in Benadoban, he come to New York City. And he, he's he, everybody. Nobody in India has a car, and if anybody in India has a car, they've got a driver. And in other words, rich people only. Very rich people have cars, and they've got a driver. Everybody's got a car, and nobody's got a driver. they were all. This is like weird. This place. It's like a different planet. Is what he's saying. Hmm. He got off the boat and Boston. and I didn't know whether to turn left or right. Hmm? Had his books. Hmm? So he's communicating like sending some message back. Like, I'm on a different planet over here. But anyway, here I am. This is my mission. As I said, mission impossible. He writes in his prayer, and this prayer was not written for publication. Prophet's writing a personal prayer. He prayer to Lord Krishna. Oh, my dear friend Krishna. Hmm? You have to give me the power to fulfill Radharani's ambition. That'll be good for you. This is how Subhal talks to Krishna. Hmm? This is the kind of logic and the way he... Smriti da hmm? Let me remind you of your dear one. Hmm? Yeah. That is real friendship. And she expects this of you. Yeah, you should. Nobody can... Nobody in Krishna and Lila can work between Radha and Krishna and their apparent disputes and resolve them better than Subhal. Nobody. Hmm? he's the par excellence excellent person for this particular seva you know, he had these conversations with both Radha and Krishna you silly girl you are so proud who do you think you are like this hmm? don't you realize what's happening Krishna is there on the banks of Radha you don't want to see him fine but he's about to commit suicide I don't, I don't care for him that's fine but what will mother Yashoda think how will she feel What will Nanda Maharaj think? What will Baldev think? If Krishna commits suicide, it's on your head. Hmm? Well, you may not love him, but do you love Nanda? Do you love Yashoda? Her heart is melting and melting. Do you love Balaram? Melting. All the Vrajabhasis. So my advice to you is, don't let this happen. Hmm? This kind of of counsel he gives to Radharani. She's going... Radhika and my Krishna. Hmm? I'm not here for you. <laughs> Still holding that button. When she, he, she's also learning of his pitiful condition. Hmm? If he cannot have your favor, then nothing else matters. Hmm? This is very stre- extreme because Krishna generally feels Radharani's love is supreme because she's only focused on me. I have many devotees I have to focus on.
1: Hmm?
0: Here he's ready to forego them all, hmm? to get her company. His life has no meaning without that. Hmm? Wise friends know this. They help him, help her. Hmm? Probably, if you study, you see, he reasons with Krishna, this kind of spirit. And then he speaks about sadhana, fulfilling the Guru's order. Hmm? So many nice verses. And then after he does that, speaks about the day, which if you use properly, then you'll get a sadhakade. You know, said, Guru gave initiation, gave me my name, hmm, my beads, neck beads, hmm, jilak, mala, and said, now you have a sadhakade. That's not a material body anymore. It's a day. It's a practitioner's body. There's some bhakti in your body. Hmm? now you increase the bhakti and take away the material side, the preoccupation with sense objects for the purpose, for the, for the call of the senses, perfect your sadhakadeya. So then the disciple says, Gurudev, you gave me thing, but you did not give me sadhakadeya. Guru says, what, you didn't like what I gave you? That's not enough? You didn't like that? Use what I gave you hmm? first. You want the sadhakadeya without using the sadhakadeya.
2: No.
0: First to use Esatakadeya. Serve. Shrabanam, Kirtanam, scrubanam, Mapanam. Whatever be the case. Going to the New Yorkum, Across the Oceanam. <laughs> Great risk. At old age. Left on Baldev Purnim from Bombay to go. The full moon of Baldev high in the sky. I'm going. Getting energy from you. Hmm? And I'm going to, and I'm praying to Krishna like this and Krishna gave him the power, right? What do you think? <laughs> We're all here because of that. Hmm? And what kind of power? He gave Baldev's power. Hmm? The Avesh, the power of Nityananda Prabhu. So do a similar kind of campaign like Nityananda Prabhu, giving bhakti out everywhere. Hmm? He said one time, give them little deities of Gornitai and tell them, take these statues Wave incense at them like this and chant Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Krishna Hare Hare, Hare Ram, Hare Ram, 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 Hare Hare, and all your desires will be fulfilled. You think, that's not the Siddhanta. Hmm? <laughs> but when, the, when there's a Bhava transmission in the Sampradaya, I said, maybe all the details aren't in place. <laughs> Such people can do that kind of thing. Hmm? We have to come now, put the details together, make sure that. Oh, Prabhupada, you should have sharpened your pencil a little better there. I'm here, at your assistant, to do that. That's all. Hmm? You know, fill in that sentence here. Hmm? And show, you said this here, you said this here. Hmm? This must have been for a different reason. This is the Siddhanta over here. We put it together and this, this is some little service we're left with. Hmm? Something like that. Hmm? Hmm. And then after showing in his prayer inessentially essentially we how to use the sadaka daya then what does he say he says tomara milane bai abar seshukpai kotranigriti kot banekai lutoputi kot kot banichut chutti banekai lutoputi se din kobe for mor, more chut chutti banekai lutto this is very charming Hmm. He says, melani bhai Oh. When then when I've done that, when by your grace I've gotten the power. And thus I'm successful in fulfilling the order of my Guru Maharaj. And my Sadaka day is perfect. Hmm? Then now I have the I, I have I deserve to desire. This is a statement of Bhakti Siddhanta Thakur. First deserve, then desire. I've done Sharanagati. Hmm? I've emptied myself out of any desire of taking full shelter of you hmm, to serve Gurudev's mission and now having done that with some limited success as he would think hmm, if I am so, then my prayer is this this is what I will do hmm. if I'm successful in serving my guru then I should, I will think like this Tomar Milane Bhai oh my friend when then will I meet with you again? Tomorrow, Milane Bhai. Milane Bhai, oh friend, I want to meet with you. Abar Shukkha this will be my great happiness. Gocharani Gridin Bore, and we will go throughout the forest, after forest, after forest, after forest, throughout the whole day, hmm? and the pasturing with cows. Vane kailuto chuti, chuti and somersaulting in the forests on the ground and frolicking playing different sports in different ways. Se din kabahabimor Se When, oh when will that day be mine? This is his prayer. Hmm? Here we find in the midst of that systematic dispensation of Radhadasim hmm? Madhuri Abhav coming in the sampradaya from Rupa Goswami, hmm? a sampradaya that was in an informal way begun by Nityananda Prabhu. Hmm? We find a century later this influence of Nityananda Prabhu coming again, hmm? whom Prabhupada was empowered by in the estimation of the person who said he was empowered using the term Shaktivesh. Pujjapachita Chidamar said there is no one, you see, who glorified Prabhupada more, in a more compelling way a more charming and more beautiful in a more scripturally correct and grounded way after his departure than pujapatrida Marj. His his statements hmm? and, and and maybe he wrote a little something it was spread throughout the group of, of Prabhupada's disciples. We were stunned by that what he said. Hmm? And I therefore I say Shaktivesh hmm? And he gave his reasons and so forth. Hmm? And that just, we just grabbed onto that. Now they say, who cares for Sridhar Maharaj? Prabhupada is Shaktivesh. You see how wrong that is? Hmm? We have Prabhupada, we don't need anybody else. I said, we have Prabhupada, he gave us everybody else worth having. <laughs> and there are so many in the line. They all have their place, they all have their contributions. Hmm. We should glorify them according to their contribution. What more do you want? Hmm. Sridamar is saying and it's accurate, Prabhupada is empowered by Nityananda Prabhu, having negotiated with Krishna for power, he said, take the power of Balaram. And by the force of the whole sambrhaya was set in motion, take that power and take it to foreign lands and do the work of Radharani if she wants. Take it. Make it happen. Hmm? and surely hmm, meet me in the pasture afterwards hmm? such, a, such your ambition meet me there hmm? Prabhupada said this is my only desire to go and eat kachoris and ladus in the forest with Krishna hmm? there's so many statements Prabhupada made so many statements about this hmm? it's not a hidden thing if you want to know he wrote He wrote about it himself. He spoke about it over and over again.
1: Hmm?
0: Hmm. Very beautiful, very charming, very extraordinary person in the Sampradaya. But he wrote about himself as a sadhana siddha. It's not a bad thing. We should be encouraged to think, oh, that's our hope, to be a sadhana siddha. If unceremoniously we make everybody a nitya siddha, you start thinking, oh, man, they're all nitya siddhas. <laughs> I mean, no wonder they're great. Is there any hope for me? Hmm? But the more normal thinking about the sampradaya is go long gera yet disiddha money. They come with Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Mm-hmm. They go back with Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and they leave behind a way mm-hmm. that you can enter into that that land and become perfect. Mm-hmm. And Siddha means siddha, as Prabhupada said. Sadhana Siddha, kripa Siddha, Niti Siddha, Siddha means siddha. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So he thought of himself in this way. And he thought of himself, Prabhupada, my Guru Maharaj, coming to current history as we are, Gaudiya Sampradaya, who's influenced so many, as doing some small work for Krishna, circulating, he worked with circulation largely, wide circulation, Hmm? Um, as far and wide as possible, leave no rock unturned, no heart not touched by by Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's teaching. And such personal sacrifice he made to do that. So we, we, I mean, these are huge things that that he accurately embodies. And and, and these are, we don't have to add on other things (laughs) that he didn't do. hmm? And make him unceremoniously the founder, Acharya of the whole sampradaya or the person that now for the next 10,000 years Everybody will do it exactly the way he did it or something I mean, He didn't teach like that. Hmm? He taught that obviously the preaching is something that must be done in an ongoing way in relation to time and circumstances. There are principles and there are details. If you want to freeze Prabhupada in time, in his detail ideas of how to do things at his time that were successful, that he was flexible about, in my experience, if it worked, we'd do it. If it wasn't working, we would change it. So something worked for a while, well, it became fixed. Hmm? But that's a time and circumstance adjustment. Times and circumstance, they change. Hmm? If we are to be alive, a living current of the Sampra diet, then that's what it means. That's why you need another guru. Another, another guru. One after another after another. Because the times change. And the teaching has to be spoken about relative to the times. Hmm? And details need to be adjusted and changed. Hmm? would speak of well, you say, well, it's only been 40, 40 years. Yeah, 40 years of, you know, modern technology. Is like 400 years of times, you know, previously without internets and uh, scientific technological developments and so forth. But speak of 10,000 years, things could change a bit. You know, my preaching might need to be adjusted a little bit. Hmm? So this is why I emphasized earlier, we cannot put all the weight on the poor acharya as an excuse not to ourselves become qualified hmm, to carry the weight, which is the real the burden, the task, if you will, of the disciples to carry the weight, if honestly they cannot, to help someone who can. Hmm? And if you can't do that, as like I said, at least get out of the way. Let it go on. Don't get in the way of it with your misunderstanding of scriptures and your hmm, unceremonious emphasis on Prabhupada that is a sentiment that's not supported by the siddhanta, by the teaching. Hmm? You know, Prabhupada, somebody said the other day that the most important thing that Prabhupada, to Prabhupada, was the, was the forming and expanding of Viscount. This was the most important thing that he, on his mind. Hmm? Well, you know, Prabhupada formed ISKCON as a corporation. He said, yes, ISKCON is my body. The Catholic Church said Christ was going to come again. Well, then they said came again as the Church. The Church is the body of Christ. It's a similar idea. Hmm? Bodies in our tradition have souls. So Prabhupada also formed the BBT as a separate corporation from the ISKCON corporation. Hmm? His idea was explicitly that I'm forming this book publication which is my main thing. I'm writing the books and preaching. And to to serve that and facilitate that that those teachings will be implemented forming an institution. Hmm? When he formed the institution in New York and signed the corporate papers he said, so now we are forming this corporation to spread Krishna consciousness but if it gets in the way then we will leave it and start something else. Hmm? That possibility is distinct. So I'm just making a point. This is a distinct possibility. Don't kid yourself. <laughs> you know, these things happen. Happen to the Catholic Church. <laughs> so it can happen anywhere. So he formed the BBT to publish his books and books of his disciples, and so this is what he wanted. He wanted to have the premier Vaishnav publishing house that if anybody who, who had something of value to write about a Gaudiya Vaishnavism, they would feel, oh, if we get published by the VBT, we're on the map. Hmm? This is what he wanted. It wasn't some sectarian idea. He wanted a publishing house for Gaudiya Vaishnav's insights, texts, commentaries, books, and so forth, of a high standard. This is what he wanted. Not just for his books. He was the main author. But obviously, it's to stay alive, you need other authors. Right? Hmm? Let them be authors from this moth, from that moth, from all moths, and think, if we get published by the BBT, then we're on the map. Hmm? A way of unifying all the, all the Godia sects hmm? without trying to change how they do their detailed thing and they worship like this and they say this mantra, they sing this song at that time. You know, there's room for differences. There's room for unity. Unity of philosophy. Hmm? Let us come up with a consistent philosophy and a high standard publication and, a system for circulating it to the public and so forth. And let that unify all the different sects. Hmm? This will be, the, this would be the, 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 the abed, the non-difference. And the abed will be the different expressions how you want to do it in your particular moth, your particular institution and so forth. Some details with different details of service, different, different bhavas it could be as well, certainly as we've explained. There's room for a couple. So, BBT he kept corporately separate from ISKCON, explicitly for this reason, why? Because in case the ISKCON corporation became corrupt. It's easier for a corporation to become corrupt than for books to become corrupt. Books is a softer form, if you will, of institutionalizing the ecstasy of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, in making it available. The hmm? corporation is a harder, more concrete form of institutionalization, which is useful, useful and valuable and important and so forth. But it's more easy for the latter to become corrupted. And Bhagavan Sarsataku, who formed the first Gaudiya Vaishnava institution in the history of the Sampradaya. Hmm? wrote about that himself while his. His organization, is institution was still in, in, in full force. The dangers of institutions. And so he, he wrote about it. So these things are there, and it's worth talking about them. You make your own conclusions, but these are just, point, just points that are, we're talking about the history of the Sampradaya, they're worth um, contemplating. Hmm? In case the corporation became corrupt and got in the way, the books would be safe. Hmm? means, yes, this gun's my body, but if the bodies die, but the souls live on, something like that. Hmm? It could be. Hmm? This gun, after all, was the reincarnation of the Math. Amath. The back to God, it is the reincarnation of the Harmonist, which was the reincarnation of the Sajnatoshini. This is, you have to look at the history Hmm? in our immediate party bar for these kind of things. Hmm? So we, we say these things with the idea to, to, if need be, to inject life into the body of the greatest ISKCON. that it get life. Hmm? Hearken to this, this history and philosophical points and make it as living of an institution as it should be, hmm? could be, as he wanted it to be. Somebody was telling me the other day, oh, you know, nobody cares for the GBC and it's gone. I mean, and we run into this. I mean, I'm, you know, born and it gone too. <laughs> I hate to say it, but... I don't hate to say it, actually. I'm quite proud of it. But, um... He said, nobody cares for the GBC. I said, that's the problem. See, I care about the GBC. Prabhupada cared about what they would say, what they would do, what, what they would teach. If Nobody cares. then what? And what? They must not be. <laughs> then there's a problem. Problem. Hmm? If everybody doesn't care... Everybody doesn't... It's not the fault just of everybody. So, these are some points for everyone uh, fair to consider in the context of the history. And philosophical points, how we will deal with the succession. He's talking about the parampara. It has to go on in a substantial way. You cannot have the purvacharya do everything in the present, or half of it, or three quarters of it. No. You have, when my godbrother once, one of my godbrothers once went to Sridhar Darmshe. This is when it was, we were in Iskon, It was still okay to go to Sridhar Marsh, And he said, "I'm thinking that I'm the Prabhupada wanted me to be a guru, but I'm thinking I will just be a guru, and I will just bring everybody to Prabhupada, and Prabhupada he will do everything, and I will just bring them to the Prabhupada." Sri says this is a very nice sentiment. That's very glorious, but it's not enough. It's not enough. That's a nice sentence, but it's not enough. You have to do the work. Your Guru Maharaj wanted you to if he wanted you to be a guru, he wanted you to be a guru. We talked about different kinds of guru, right? Hmm? Some kind, real kind, reliable kind. Hmm? Nadanam nadanam No other desire. Hm? Hmm? have to eat, drink, sleep, bhakti. Hmm? No room for anything else. Hmm? What does the Bhagavad say? Goswami's favorite verse? Describing the Guru? tad vijñāna-artam sāgurum eva-bhikācchit. Samad-panishwati. No, the other one. tasmād-gurum prapaddheta jigna jīgna-sūsya-uttamam. Hmm? Tasmad Guru Prabhupada. Maybe we we'll talk about that tomorrow. That's a whole lecture. What is that? How does? How does? Uh, what to look for? Something like that. So this is some history. For some, but I, I I don't mean to be, you know, politicize things. I'm I'm just trying to make points. But they do have applications. I know there are other ideas um, by some of my God brothers that they share about their feelings about Prabhupada and what he wanted. So fair enough. I share some of mine with you. <laughs> also in this area, what he wanted, what he expected, what was important to him, hmm? what it means what it means to follow him, and so on and so forth. There are different competing ideas, fair enough. Let them all have equal room to be heard. You choose what you what you like. This is what I do what I how I think. <laughs> and I give in my support. Thank you very much. Shri Chaitanya Charitamrita Sri Sri si, What's the time? It's tarpa. Okay. What time tomorrow? 12.30 at your house. Yeah. Okay, we'll try Lighten up a little tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs>